listen to a comedy podcast. <laughs> that means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's fit as a fiddle and works in the hospital. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the amount of technical medical terminology that I've been using, such as peritoneum and spring break, bruh. So I will try to keep my vocabulary a little more simple in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. And actually, I should correct myself there. Cameron is not physically here today. I actually don't know where where Cameron is at the moment. Dr. London, can you hear me? Dr. London? Yeah, yeah. Are you Am calling Am I coming in? in clear? Three, two, one. DJ Dylan, can you hear my kissy noises? Mwah. One. Yes. Two. Yes. Three. Am yes. I coming okay, in clear? Yes. Yes. What? Where are you? Uh, I am currently, I'm sure, Dr. London, you more than anyone are aware of the uh, all the recent news lately, all the uh, recent concerns on a national and international level. You talking about the, the coronavirus? The, uh, the what? What'd you say? The coronavirus? I think it's the Snora virus. I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah, it's like the snore or no, the snorona virus. That's right. Like, I think it's called the coronavirus. You get sick it's, and then you you snore so loud when you sleep, you burst your eardrum. It's actually called the COVID nineteen, technically, right? I, uh, but it's Cortana or snorona or whatever it's called. Regardless, there's some sort of an epidemic going around, and I have uh, t- done the smart thing and the smartest thing and taken precautions. And so right now, I am in my uh, quarantine submarine. I'm sorry, you're in a submarine? I am in a submarine, Dr. London, yes. Okay, because the advice that's being given to people right now is, you know, if you feel the symptoms and if you're in a, you know, an age group and have medical conditions. Don't have to worry about feeling symptoms when I'm uh, thousands of feet under the sea level, Dr. London. I'm staying safe. Coming at you live. Yeah. Well, this is a. Just let you know, this is a recording, so it's yeah, not. Yeah, I'm coming accurate. at you live. Okay. Yeah, that's right. We are here. Okay. So. Um. So Cameron is our producer. That. And that's who's. I'm sorry, Cameron. Is that? Is there something outside of your submarine? Yeah. There's lots of things outside of the submarine, Doctor London. The ocean is awesome. Why haven't we talked about this on the show? Have you been uh, down here? I. Well, I live on land, so usually I'm I'm not underwater. No, I mean there's dolphins, and there's little fishes, and there's little Nemos. I see two or three Nemos, and I see two or three Dories. And let's see, I see. I don't want to say a merman because I think that's assuming. Uh, how this gender? Yeah. Okay, but you think it's a mer creature? I think they just flipped me off. Okay. Well, also with us is DJ Dylan the House. Spring break, bruh. Spring break, bruh. 
break, bruh. Spring break, bruh. And later on, uh, Cameron, before he left for his quarantine submarine, he told me that we can expect a special guest as well. That is right, Dr. London. All right. Well, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. This feedback was written on the inside of some bandages of what I assume was a listener. And I, of course, received it by unwrapping it from their abdomen after a minor surgery. Quote, I'm not trying to pay a part-time burger flipper $15 an hour. Learn to be more of a contribution to society. Men wage jobs are entry-level jobs, stepping stones. There is no reason to retire or work as a cart pusher for 20 uh, MF years. That's not everyone else's fault. Rant over. End quote. First of all, um, thank you so much for your insightful question here at the Jock Dog Podcast. We love to hear back from our listeners. To answer your question, it sounds like you are very frustrated about the debates concerning minimum wage. Unfortunately, I don't know a medical solution to this issue. Doctors can't prescribe, you know, a certain wage for people. So this isn't really. And I do have to say, I don't want to blame anyone for any position that they're in. But if you if you went to school to be a he was saying a car pusher, like someone who pushes cars, I don't think that's a lucrative industry. Physically pushing cars from point A to point B. I understand the appeal and I understand that maybe back in the day that attracted certain types of crowds people you know looking for these kind of freaks and you know guinness world record holders you know pulling trucks with their beards and all these things but you can't expect to make a a a livable income on that that should be a hobby okay so you think and don't get me started on stone steppers he said something about stone steppers that there's no money in stone stepping just stepping on stones i don't understand why i would have to pay for that and I do. I try to because, you know, I, I've come into, you know, quite a bit of money from this podcast, from our budget. And um, so, you know, I try to I try to tip well, but I don't understand what I'm paying for. They're just stepping on stones. I don't like I'm it. I'm sorry, the, the budget from this show? You're talking about just my money? Yeah, well, and the, the money that I take from it, yeah. Because that's just my money. That's not the show's budget. That's I just would say money. that the show's budget is our money. We're both putting money into it. What what money have you put into it? I think I've put in a lot of ideas, which are pretty money. And I think I've put in um, a lot of effort and a lot of gumption, which I think a lot of people might consider a pretty money. Those are also money. Yep. Okay. Well, anyway, so to that listener, uh, thank you for your question. Thank you for listening. And normally, at this point, I would share a tale from the hospital or clinic or surgery ward, but Cameron has actually been insisting to me that he is ready to take on a bigger role on the show by sharing some medical safety tips. So That is right, Dr. London. Yeah. And I... You're already... Well, we try to stick to evergreen topics. Yeah, you're already trying to make excuses for me, huh? Wow. Uh, well, I was just going to introduce you a little bit more by saying, you know, coronavirus, as you mentioned, is a pressing issue in the world. Sure. So you're going to share with us prevention and care. Absolutely, Dr. Lonnie. That, that was the idea, but then you started making excuses and sort of talking down on me, but that's fine. Okay. I'm sorry. You know what? The floor is yours. Take, you know. The first what? thing you need to do, stop sleeping. Don't do it. Nope. Again, I'm I sorry. don't. I don't know the name of this thing. I don't know if it's Corona or Snorona or whatever it is. I do know that the one thing that's been consistent between all people who have caught it is sleep. Sometimes upwards of eight hours a day. And you think that that's the problem, that that's the symptom? I think it can't be, at this stage, it cannot be ignored. It can't be simply a coincidence that every single one of them sleeps every single day. Okay, I... And I don't. And I, I, a lot of the people who have died from it sleep even more. Okay, well that's that's not sleeping at that point. That's death. That's you know well, eternal rest. Oh, okay, eternal. So I would say that's tip number one. 
Uh, I would say tip number two, get as far deep underwater as you possibly can. Get far away. Down, down, down. Okay, now I know I said that I, you know, that the floor was yours, but I do want to interrupt and say that uh, sleep is actually very important for a healthy body, a healthy immune system. Yeah, it's important for you to generate patience to get people a little sick and ill so they have to go see who. Hmm, hmm, who do they have to go see and have to be quarantined for two weeks and taken care of by? Hmm, would that be a doctor? Mr. Dr. London, do you not see a conflict of interest here? Well, and remember that- Sir, doctors answer me, sir. Sir, I demand an answer. Answer me, sir. On a technical level- Sir. Yes. I demand an answer, sir. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So, on a technical level, yes, that would generate more patients, but there aren't enough doctors- you know, like we're actually looking at a potential, you know, sort of overflow, like not enough doctors to handle a certain volume. So ideally, people won't go to the doctor so much. They'll, you know, be able to manage this on their own to some oh, extent. Oh, yeah. Ideally, people won't go to the doctor so they get sicker. So then they inevitably they have to go to the doctor even more and even worse and spend more money. You're just like a like a like a roofing contractor saying, ah, "Don't fix your roof right now. Just wait a little while. What's what's the worry?" Okay, well, I guess we can move on. I just wanted to make that point clear. And I tip number three: Do not open your door. Nope. Why? Because you're underwater. So if you open the door, you're instantly going to drown. That is not an ideal scenario. That is worse than the virus. I can say that definitively. Dr. London, would you agree? If if you are underwater in a submarine, then yes. Not only the water, but also their change in pressure. All of that would be very bad for you. That's more... You agree that drowning is worse than the virus. Say it on say it on the I, record. I want to hear it. I can't say... DJ Dylan, are you getting definitively this? Definitively, because yes. both can kill you. So... You're unwilling to say... That drowning is worse than the coronavirus. I, this is ridiculous. It's comparing different, you know, methods of death. So it's... Okay, would you say that eating a candy bar is better than drowning? Yes. So you can definitively say that? In my opinion, and it depends on the person, perhaps. All right, you've heard it here first, then Dr. London thinks that the coronavirus is the same as eating a candy bar, and so it's nothing to worry about, and he's saying stuff like that to get you sick, so you have to go to the doctor went way sicker than you didn't have to be if you just listen to my tips. Okay. Well, is that, Other is tips. that all of the tips? Jack in the Box tacos. You can get two for a dollar, and so if you get like 30 of those, then that's 30 days of food. And you're saying to take that on your submarine? Yes. And, oh, tip number five. Don't open the door because then your the tacos will get wet. Okay, so it's it's actually two reasons to not... This doesn't sound like it's really about the virus. It sounds like it's more submarine living tips. Um, I would say... Well, yeah, I mean, that's definitely a big part of it. Like preparing for the apocalypse, I'm sure that would include tips on gardening, for example. Well, I guess one thing for our listeners is that my my guess would be most listeners don't have access to a submarine. Well, then they need to get access to a submarine. All right, tip seven, get access to a submarine. I feel like that's already covered by tip three, which was get deep below the ocean. Right, as opposed to but, scuba or snorkeling your way there. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, is that, is that all the tips? Tip, no, tip eight. Little fish, that's food. Big fish, that can also be food. But all really, really, really big fish, you cannot eat that. It's too big. Okay, how do you, I mean, do you go fishing from the submarine? I thought you couldn't open the door or anything. Well, I put a gun on i kind of like taped a gun on the front of it i haven't gotten to use it yet this is all very new for me right but the 
I mean, the assumption here is that my gun, I'm going to shoot fish with it. Okay. And then probably just scoop up the their carcasses with a net. Okay. And once again, to, to get it, I guess you'll have to go up to the surface in order to actually take the... Oh, I'm not going up to okay. the surface. Because that's no coronavirus. Okay, well, I guess we'll we'll go ahead and move on from there. But thank you, Cameron, for your tips, for your health tips. Thank you, Dr. London, for confirming that everything I said is the way to handle well, and once, Okay, no, we, we can move on from there. Now for today's medical topic, hypovolemic shock. Hypovolemic shock occurs... Right. Hypovolemic shock occurs when decreased circulatory blood volume leads to decreased preload and cardiac output. The rate of volume loss is very important. So the slower the loss of volume, the greater the effectiveness of compensatory mechanisms. Acute or fast loss is associated with higher morbidity and mortality. Uh, Causes of hypovolemic shock include hemorrhage, and that can be from trauma, like you know, getting stabbed or maybe shot by a gun on a submarine. Um, Who would, well, that, I mean, no one would consider that trauma. That's just an accident. If that were to happen on a submarine, there were no, you couldn't blame that on anyone because that's not traumatic. That's just an accident. And everyone understands accidents. Okay. And uh, other types of hemorrhage? You can't be prosecuted for an act. It's just an accident. Right, well, other types of hemorrhage also include, you know, GI bleeding, you know, something internal as opposed to traumatic. Um, you can also have non-hemorrhage causing hypovolemic shock, and that can be from things like voluminous vomiting, severe diarrhea. Well, and the gun, the the other, and the other person even said that the gun wasn't loaded, right? So, I mean, it's honestly, I mean, it's an accident, so it's no one's fault, and so no one could get in trouble for it. But it's not, it's really their fault okay did this happen to you cameron i thought you said you hadn't used the gun what are you saying so i was talking about hypovolemic shock and this is yep that is exactly what i was talking about too so any some more examples of uh non-hemorrhage causes yeah non-hemorrhage severe dehydration burns severe dehydration third space losses and bowel obstruction etc bowel obstructions yeah and um you know, even like third degree burns. Yeah. So if the diagnosis is unclear from the patient's vital signs and clinical picture, a central venous line or pulmonary artery catheter can give invaluable information for hemodynamic monitoring. And I don't even think, I don't, I don't even think putting someone into a coma is against the law. Show me the law on that. I don't think that that's part of the law at all. Well, medic, because it's not it's not like killing medically them. there's it's different you just put them into a coma that's not against the law medically they'll sometimes put people into a coma for certain reasons but exactly so they'll do that and so then how could i be or how could you know the person who shot the gun in the submarine or whatever be blamed for just doing what a doctor does sometimes putting someone to, into a coma on accident so it's not even anyone's fault and if it was someone's fault it was their fault okay so treatment for hypovolemic shock of course, includes the ABCs. That's airway, breathing, and circulation. As far as airway and breathing, patients in severe shock and circulatory collapse generally require intubation and mechanical ventilation. And in terms of circulation, if hemorrhage is the cause, you, you'll apply direct pressure. Uh, so let's say you get shot. And yeah, of course, maybe... Uh, or maybe the first person you know had thought about shooting the other person a few times. You know, you're down in the submarine. You know, things get a little stressful, and you know, you you know, you start kind of fantasizing about stuff like that. You know, like maybe you know, like just shut up, just shut up, and then just kind of like firing a few rounds. And just you know, everyone's had those kind of thoughts. So I mean, like that can't even be tied if the other person ends up in a coma because they were shot by the first person. Just because they had thought that or maybe said some things like that or had recorded like vlogs talking about that beforehand doesn't mean that it's their fault because it is no one's fault. And if it was someone's fault, it would be the other person because they said the gun wasn't loaded. Did you did you go down that submarine with someone else originally? Nope, just me. There's only one talking person in the submarine right now. Only one awake person. All right, well, okay, so to go back to hypovolemic shock... Um, 
Depending on the level of shock, IV hydration may be required with fluid bolus and continuous infusion, followed by reassessment. For non-hemorrhagic shock, it is not necessary to give blood. A crystalloid solution with appropriate electrolyte uh, replacement, that, that can be adequate. And it's not necessary to give blood to the person who was shot either, because, yeah, they lost some blood, but they're still breathing, heart's still beating. So I don't think there's any reason, especially if the first person who accidentally shot them, uh, if they're scared of needles or anything like that, I think it would be inappropriate for them to try to donate blood or anything like that. Well, so actually, um, the second person will just have to maybe you know survive with a little less blood so for this, right now. I didn't expect for what you were talking about to so directly tie into what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. But, so I was talking about non-hemorrhagic shock not being necessary to give blood, but if it's hemorrhagic shock, you know, you they they need fluids in order to maintain, you know, adequate blood pressure. Well, yeah, and in the, in this like hypothetical scenario in the first place, they would have plenty of the um fluids cuz they're in they're already in a submarine, so they're surrounded by it. Huh. Well, uh, surrounded by fluids everywhere. Yeah. Fluid, fluid everywhere. Okay. Well, we can, I guess, but you know, not a drop to replace blood with, but you can try. All right. We, we can move on from there. And Cameron, you said that we had a guest today. Is that right? That is right. Dr. London. Okay. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Hi, welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast. My name is Dr. London Smith. Oh, I like this guy. And this is our producer Cameron. I'm sorry, the voice you're hearing is our producer Cameron. Hello, can hey. I be heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 I just uh I had to. I you had to get through that. Sorry. <coughs> yeah. So what? Uh, if I if I may ask, are you are you well? Uh, why are you why are you on the show? I guess. Uh, so, so, yeah. I I thought I would take the opportunity to put myself in the spotlight. I uh, so I I like to call myself the Bobby Fisher of epidemics. I I kind of like. Uh, yeah, if, I, have you guys not heard of me before? The Bobby Fisher of Epidemics.com. Look that up. Okay. Is that, that's your, that's what you go by? That's Th- your name? That's my name. I, I consider myself the, the master of epidemic, uh, infection. I, I, I seek out, I'm like a, I'm like the storm chaser of, like, epidemics. Like, I, okay. I, I started in the early 2000s, and I, I, and I couldn't stop. It's, I've been, like, traveling Wow. And I can't believe you guys haven't heard of me. Like I thought that your producers already knew me when I came on like when I when I signed up for this. Yeah, can, can I, I ask what we well Did what? he did you talk to him about this? No, I found like a survey online and it said like, you know, like sign up. Like I I didn't I thought like you guys would immediately I thought you accepted me because you knew who I was. Cameron, this this would be your job, correct? Yeah, well Yeah, I I I mean yeah, he filled out a cert. So I, it was one of those online things that was like, like which which girl has the biggest booty, and you had to like pick between like the two photos. Hey man, hey man don't no don't don't like paint it like that. I wasn't out there looking for for that. Like I'm I I just like I'm a I'm an influencer. You know that's what they call me now. Like in the early two thousands, I was just hey, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. no I one's judging I, you I, for whatever reason you decided to do the survey. But that is the survey. <coughs> It's an online advertisement where it's got two pictures of bottoms, and it's saying which fanny is the biggest. And this is, of course, the American usage of the word fanny, not the British version. And you clicked that, you filled on that survey, and now you're here. No, no, I. Uh, uh. And yeah, he wrote down "sick guy" when he said when he was describing his occupation. Okay, Mister Mister Bobby Fisher. No, I, I prefer not to go by Bobby Fisher. That's I, that's sort of like, that's sort of like my. That's just that's just but, how people so what do we, kind of what remember do we call me, you? right? But like, like, 
I, I, I mean, I like to go by my, like, I don't really want to give out my name because I'm actually... But you just asked if I mean, we've like, heard I come from you. money. I come... No, but that's, like, these are, like, my code... Like, they're, like, my name, my code names. You know, like, coronavirus is, like, the big name now, but it's not actually coronavirus. It's it's that COVID-19, you know, thing. I, I go, like, people know me as the Bobby Fisher of epidemics because I'm so goddamn good at it. Yeah, but you seem to know very little about the epidemic. No, I just, but I like to, like, here's my thing. You didn't know what right? it was like, called, I, chased... I mean, a second no, ago. Okay, look, let's, ch- let's not fight. Yeah, I don't know why I'm being attacked right now, because, like, I'm I'm here, I'm here to see. I'm bored. I've been in this submarine for so long, I'm just bored. I'm getting fussy. Well, I'm like the opposite. I mean, I'm, I'm the opposite of you, man. Like, I don't, I don't have to hide in a submarine. I chase the epidemics. I'm the epidemic chaser. I like to go there, I like to get the epidemic, and I like to be the first to the plate. You know, like, I want people to know... You're my you're my enemy. I'm sorry. So did you go to China, then? I Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm in China. Whoa. Okay, yeah, I was... Because we're all, you know, speaking remotely here, and I didn't know it's sort of just a blank call for me, because Cameron doesn't... I'm, I mean, I'm technically in a detention center, uh... But but I'm 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 in China, you know. Like I they everywhere I go, they stop me, you know, because like when SARS was here, I came back to China then, and I was like purposely going around right. trying to get it, because like I want to get it. I like I'm I'm after the virus. Like I want to get infected, because that's how you get the name, you know. You you get the infection, and then you're the guy. And then with all the that infection. money starts like, pouring in. Yeah, you know how. Right, that's the prize, right? Like you get it, and then like they treat you nice, like they set you up real good with the. Like that that special white room treatment, and then you know they deliver your food food to you. Like I was in China, I I was in Algeria uh, for the plague in '03. I was in Mali for the yellow fever in '05. I was in India for the malaria outbreak yep. in '06. I mean, bro, I I those were my big ones, you know. But like nobody like really cared. They like eventually I got a reputation, and like the news outlets weren't even like covering me anymore. But like I am the guy. I am the epidemic chaser. You know, I chase that storm and I get it so that the world knows, but nobody nobody cares, you know? Well, I guess I guess it's an honor to speak to you. And sorry, you were getting to your name earlier, but we we skipped over that. What was your name no, again? No, my no, I I I that's like I'm like Batman. So right? what do like, we call you? This is this is uh, we've spent so long trying to figure out what to call you. We're not allowed to call you the bobby fisher of epidemics even no, though that's the only way you've introduced yourself no but that's like how people know me but how, what but do like, we call you though you call me a bit epi- just call me epidemic chaser you know like storm chaser okay like, i'm the epidemic okay. chaser just call me ec it is less catchy ec is fine that's ec is fine okay. yeah, yeah 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 we're calling I mean, him ec from now on okay okay ec actually let's do ec 17 because it sounds more like i actually like that a lot let's do ec 17 so it sounds like like, nc 17 like a like a movie writing that no one uses well yeah no i don't make that association man like you've been you've been like bumming me out ever since like the you called me out for that whole boobs and butt thing well i I guess i'm uh, and you really, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, give me Since weird we started this podcast, I've blindly picked every single one of our guests. And so Wait, far, what? it's been a massive success. But for some reason, this one, I am, I am this one's pissing me off. This is a first. Ugh. Maybe I have to rethink our guest choosing process. Because here well, you're coming on the podcast. I just talked about that you need to get under the ocean to get away from this disease, to stay healthy so you don't get the snoronavirus and snore so loud that you burst your eardrums and you're here saying that i'm a fool and that you should go get it as quickly as possible no no, no i never said that man i mean whoa whoa i'm i'm the other guy out there like trying to show the world like i and i i just want the pop like it's not about the popularity but it's about the spotlight i'm a spotlight craver i love that shit and like i'm like i i purposefully get in like i'm generally in good health but then i like I tear down my immune system before I go to these countries so I can get it. And like, you know, I'm in my late thirties. Like I'm not, I'm not like super in shape, you know, but like, you know, I, I, I okay. Got, so I've you're, got, you're, you're, you're more of a daredevil. You're not necessarily endorsing other people getting the disease. 
You're right, more about right. pushing I, yourself I, to the extreme. I can exactly, res- I can but also that. just like okay. I want people to know. I want people to see, but like nobody, but they're shutting me down, man. Like I'm here to like get seen, okay? Like I want people to know, and I want them to know my name. I'm the epidemic chaser. I'm the EC17. Like please, like Dr. London, do you think what EC's doing is a uh, pretty cool and radical and awesome idea? I was in Bolivia in 09 for dengue fever. I was like in West Africa for meningitis in 90 and well, in no, no, in 2010. Like, come on, like somebody give me some credit yeah. for at least the hand, foot and mouth in Vietnam in 11. You got it, hand, foot and mouth disease. Like, isn't that a, usually a, a disease that infants get? Well, no, no I, I, I was there. I never said I got it. No, don't like, make it's fun hard of to get it. it. It's hard to get it, man. It's hard to get it. It's challenging as an adult. Yeah. Nobody okay. nobody talks that. about nobody talks about how hard it is to get these diseases. Once you're in the country, you know how hard it is to find people like that, get through security, like actually lick some like f- tiles and like, you know, like ha- door handles that they actually touched. It's and, hard. And weird They're cleaning animals. that stuff. Yeah, weird animals. I mean, yeah, have you, nobody talks about it. Have you tried getting like, other other diseases that are kind of targeted at infants? Like no, shaking baby but syndrome? Like, what? No, what? No. Like, why? Why? I'm not a baby. I don't I mean, well, like. Look, man, I was trying to be. This is hard for me. You're, t- you're coming after me. Karen, you, you are being me? harsh I here. It's... I find something odd about this situation in that you are both quarantined. And I'm just in my study. You're both quarantined. He's not quarantined. I'm quarantined. I'm in who? Who? I'm in the Hunan, man. I'm down under. I'm in here in he's, the China land. Yeah, he's in the shit. Well, he's like the, like the city they, is. They're like looking at me. They're like looking at me. I mean, at least they gave me like my Wi-Fi password and like let me like have some outside contact. But I'm oh, not even sick. I see, I'm not even sick. I see what you're saying. You're involuntarily quarantined right now. That's exactly like they're holding me, man. They're like won't let me get the. They won't let me get it. I don't think it exists. But Doctor London, even think could it you exists. could you comment on his? I mean, his occupation. Like, how do you feel about this sort of disease chaser yep. well, lifestyle? So, uh, EC seventeen. I feel like perhaps don't cave on the seventeen thing. It makes you no may sense. give me the seventeen. Just give it to me. Okay. You may have. I've been, I've been at least doing this since '03. That's why I said seventeen. '03 to 2020. EC seventeen epidemic chaser. 2020. Okay. EC seventeen. So you have been exposed presumably <coughs> to some risk factors for the disease of uh, COVID nineteen, and so because of that, and because of your current symptoms, of they stopped me in the airport. They stopped me in the airport. Coughing, and you know, I don't <laughs> know if you have fever or something, but that does sound like a pretty bad cough. So I'm oh, I've had this cough for at least ten years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which actually might put you at greater risk because that sounds like lung damage than, you know, chronic uh, bronchitis or something. Okay, Dr. London, uh, yes? I just asked you, hey, this man who chases diseases, do you think that's a good idea? What the hell are you talking about? You're like, your response to that was like, well, you know, I think the disease and if you cough and, uh, <laughs> and the cough sounds pretty interesting and if... Well, Tell this man he's, he's killing himself. What are you doing? Well, my first answer was to his question, which is, or to his his statement, which he is that he thinks he doesn't have it. So yes, going to places where you increase increase your risk of exposure deliberately just for the sake of becoming diseased is a bad health choice. I would hey, say. Hey, hey, hey! It's more than that. It's more than that. It's it's to tell the world. I want people to know. And I want people to know me. I mean, I've been doing this for 17 years. But what do you want people... We understand people want to know... You want people to know you. But what else... Like, what are you trying to tell people? That's what I don't get. What are you trying to show to the world? That the disease exists? No. I mean, it's it's more like my version of it. I want them to hear my story, you know? I want them to, like... I want them, I want, I don't I want them to understand my version of it. What? What is your what? version of it? Well, I mean, it's it's my experience. It's like once I get the disease, have, I mean, have you ever seen like that fucking Jude Law movie with like Contagion? Is that what, Contagious? I forgot. It's one of those. It's one of those movies. I saw that sure. movie like in the know. middle of my journey. 
No, what? I mean, it's it's all about like you want to you want to like live stream that sh you know, you get the disease and you're going through the motions. You're like, "Look, look at me. Look, look. Like when's the last time you saw like a really good like Facebook live like I'm sick and this is my journey through like dengue or you know, uh -huh. measles or some sh you know? Like I that's that's some serious that's some serious like truth, man. I guess I don't seek those out or watch those very much because you know i i could see it in the hospital a lot so you know those sort of things don't appeal to me as much uh but yes i just but, want you to know zika was a real letdown for me as a man i've just got to say zika was not what i thought it was going to be dr I, london your your response to this man and many of our other guests continues to wow and baffle me yes this man is talking about some of the most insane <laughs> stuff we've ever heard. And you're talking about the reasons that you don't watch medical movies is because you might see it in the hospital for real. What the hell are you talking about? Help this man. Well, for one thing, he is, we are not on the same continent. So there's, in terms of helping him, I, yeah, I should say, EC17, you should seek medical care. God, you are the most incompetent doctor. EC17, are you listening to me? Yes. Okay, I think what I need you to do right now is I need you to break out of quarantine as quickly as possible. No. Okay, hold on. There is... The idea is, is to keep it from spreading. But he doesn't have it, he said. I don't have it. This is old. This is old. They wouldn't... I mean, I might have it, because, I, I mean, it wasn't that long. I've been in the country less than 48 hours. What? Oh, so you just you just arrived. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I was in, like, I had to, like, get in through the other channels, right? So I actually got in through, like, India. I've been, like, I've been on a journey, man. Like, I, I took the trains, and I was on the buses, and then I got into, like, like far like west china and i've just been like kind of make inching my way because i couldn't go in i couldn't get a flight you oh, know what's like the it's been a really hard trip what's the most interesting thing you've eaten on your travels well let me think i mean see the thing about the food is that i never really know what it is right so like I had this little, like, no. roll thing. You say right, little, like, like I'm supposed to accept that. No. No, like, it was, like, it was a little slimy. You know, it was, like, kind of kind of grayish brown. Well, it was, and it was, it had some stuff in it. It was, like, veggie, mostly veggies, right? Like, I don't, like, you keep meat's saying kind of, right. like, hard. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not as familiar <laughs> with those foods. But, I think um, it was. <laughs> are you coughing anything up when you cough? I mean, it's pretty dry. <laughs> what? It's been there. It's been there a long time. It's, it's a dry, dry cough. cough. Dry okay. cough. Uh, you, did you say I had lung damage? Did you say I, I sounded like I had chronic bronchitis? If you've if you've had this cough for a decade or more, then yes, that that'd be the definition of chronic. Is long term is what chronic means. I mean, th there's a standard definition, but if you've had this cough for that long. It would be described as chronic. EC seventeen. I want to. I want to get to know you a little bit more. Um, when, when did you said this started in two? Well, first you said it started in two thousand, and then you changed it to starting in two thousand three, in no, order the to early just two thousands. No, no. In order to no, justify the seventeen. No, that is irrelevant no, no, now. No, um, no early two thousands. Yeah, I said uh -huh. early. And then SARS. But I, SARS. Right. Okay. But I am interested in. Um, how did you get into this? Why did you get into this? What what what, what was your what was your reasoning for getting into initially. this lifestyle? Yeah, yeah initially. Uh, I just back in know, 2000 or 2003. Uh, that's still debatable. I just okay. Here's the deal. I I come from some money. Okay, like uh, my family's very wealthy, and I had a choice. You know, I had a choice to either like go do the college thing, like, you know, like, follow in those footsteps or whatever. But, like, it seemed like nobody really cared, right? Like, you know, I, I, hedge fund baby or not, like, that was, like, I wanted to do something. I wanted to do my own thing. And this was my way of, like, showing the world that, like, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, you know, you can, you can, you can go and you can travel and you can be somebody who stands out. And that's why, like, Bobby Fischer was, like, my inspiration because he, like, he did that thing, you know, he was the chess 
guru and 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 really like yeah like it was it was just it was just a moment in my life when I I had to decide who I wanted to be and and I said all right I'm gonna chase epidemics and I'm gonna see if I can get them because in one sense someone was like oh yeah is this like a you know is this a conspiracy like or or like do these even exist and I wanted to like humanize it for myself and tell my story no one but says it's just that, like. But... Sure. No, but what is it? No, but no one says disease disease doesn't exist. People might say that you know, like well, disease and epidemics are exaggerated or things like that. But I exactly I don't think no, there's a conspiracy that the concept of disease does not exist. No, I never said. I never said. I said the <coughs> these. <coughs> so, so it sounds like you know some people whenever they reach a certain age, you know, the late teens, early twenties, they. They'll go backpacking. They'll go, you know, explore Europe or something. And it sounds like you, rather than going going exploring somewhere sort of in the conventional way, you decided to go exploring specifically in areas where it's there's an epidemic present. Well, and it, it, I, I seem to be missing the the point in which you decided that disease was what you wanted to chase after to find something bigger in this life rather than SARS, man, rather than anything else. SARS, SARS. So you just heard it on the news and were like, Oh, that's my life now. It was, it was bigger than life, man. It was the talk of the town. Like everybody was talking about SARS, the popularity. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta be a part of that. Like I was an early adopter. Like there, are, I'm not the only one, man. Like I'm not the only one. Oh, you've got some friends out there in the community. You know, it's it's an online community mostly, but yeah, like people talk about like a like trying like a on like a Facebook group or is it like a its own forum well, it or started started on MySpace, kind of went from there, um, transitioned over. Like I mean, Zangan? we had we were on the M, M well no I mean. It's like an MSM. We had like a group chat at first, yeah. but we all met through MySpace and just like finding our common threads. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Facebook kind of took us to the next level, but we were, we didn't really have like that Facebook page group setting thing. So it was, it, it kind of like, eventually we were like early on on Reddit, but it was like, we didn't really have a big following. So it was just kind of hit or miss as whether or not you could find people that had a common voice, but we're out there, man. We're, we're. We're chasing it. How many? How many other people would you say do this? Uh, and are I they mean, numbered differently from EC seventeen? Uh, it's hard because like they're not actually like they're more interested. It's more like intrigue, and it's hard to know actually how many are out there on in the field. Like you committed, know? committed. Yeah, posers like, versus talk. the real heads. Exactly. I've never actually met another one of me out here. That's the thing. So I I can't speak to that. Oh, so you are the only one of your kind as far as you are aware. I mean, here's the deal, man. Like these are some of these diseases are serious. Like they could have they could have been wiped out, man. Like they could have been even before me. Like I might be one of like a lineage. You can't like dismiss that shit. Sure. Well, okay. I mean <laughs> can we dismiss that? I mean, do you know your your parents? Huh? Yeah, what you, what about uh, your family? The ones you, you left behind uh, to go traveling? Yeah, you, it sounds like it, you know your family quite a bit because you keep talking about how you come from money, you come from this this wealthy family, but then you also say that you might have come from a lineage of disease I'm, seekers. I, I, it's, uh, no, like lineage meaning like people who've got who who set the standard, who who've been there before. I'm not talking. I'm not related to those people. I mean, not my family. Blood. Okay. Yeah. No, not blood. My 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 family. But you said you okay. okay. So you're when you said you might come from a lineage of disease seekers you don't know. You're just saying, out there in the world, someone might have tried this before, but I don't think so because there's no proof of that at all. I can't. I can't. Man. Your tone, it's it's it's, it's yeah, very combative. I'm sorry, I just don't buy this guy's deal. <laughs> it's it's very odd because normally, Cameron, you would endorse the deal, and it, yeah, I mean, it's refreshing in a way to and see normally, that you are I'm totally on board. But this, I'm again, I feel like it's a personal attack because I was just talking about how you need to be under the ocean, or you know. <laughs> An ocean. I, I, I'm not. Or I'm not telling. <laughs> a body of water. Or like in my case, you know, like I'm surfacing right now. I'm gonna get some snacks, but 
Oh, I you said are an ocean surfacing. I said an ocean before, but it, I mean like a like a YMCA pool is kind of really where my submarine's at. Wait. So you're what about all the fish you were talking about? Well, I mean that's that's here. I feel like someone should probably do something about that, but And so I guess the mer person was just a person. I think that might have just been, I mean, just a person, which does make sense because they did park my car. Okay. The same person who yeah, you like saw in the water. Yeah, a couple hours a couple hours ago, yeah. Okay. Okay, and I'm sorry, EC17, it's just we are juggling this whole thing of you are in quarantine somewhere, and also Cameron is involuntary, sorry, is voluntarily quarantining himself currently, and so yeah. I am trying to keep up with both of you of on this pool. issue. Yeah. So, I guess to both of you, uh, ha- have you been listening to the guidelines on how to manage coronavirus? You know, the ones from the CDC, from the World Health Organization, you know, about washing your hands frequently, you know, avoid touching your face, uh, clean off surfaces, including, say, your phones. Who um, are you asking that? Are you asking this to, to EC17? This is to both of you. Well, I, is, I haven't yeah. been following, like, anything they've been saying. I've just been sticking my hand out the submarine and washing my hands that way. Um, okay. And I'm definitely not doing it for 20 seconds. Um, I'm okay. gonna guess that EC17 is probably not doing that because he, his goal is the exact opposite of that, right? Okay. Yeah, well, I'm just yeah, yeah, checking yeah. here. EC17, what has your approach yeah. been? It's been to purposefully expose myself and break down my immune system when I'm in the country of origin for said epidemic. Okay. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I like I said, I was in the airport. I was licking handles. I was, like, trying to, like, get in faces, like, as they were cough. You know, you want that cough stream. That immediate cough is the first, like, wave, and that's what you want. That's what you really, really want. And, I mean, like, the problem is, like, here's the deal. It's, like, your body can only handle so many diseases at once. So, it's, like, I get a lot of mis- misguided <coughs> infections. I'm, like, I want this one, but I got this one instead. Okay. <coughs> I understand that. So, can I, can, can I ask... I, I... It's, it kind of seems like we're wrapping up here. I, I, I do want to mm-hmm. ask you, what are your, what are your long-term goals, EC17? Like, what is the big dream with all of this? You've been working your whole life towards this thing. What, what is the big dream? Are you wanting like a TV show or is there, is there something you're trying to do? Big picture? Honestly, honestly, here's the deal. Like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want I don't want people to get sick cuz of me but honestly I think that if I was to picture my perfect scenario I would be the first case like somehow I would be in that like market I would be like touching that seafood and or whatever you know I would be I would be patient 0 uh, one okay. or one. yeah I want I want that sh- I and I don't watch I don't want people to get sick but I just want to be patient one and I don't really know how to do that because I don't want people getting sick cuz of me but I still want to. I want to be the number one, number zero. Pa- whatever. So, pa- patient zero with any old disease, or are you saying like patient zero for like the the like humanity ending apocalyptic disease, or, or what do you? That's the, that's sort of that, but like that's see, the goal. The deal. Okay. It's like if I and could I can be, kind of I could actually be, get that. If I could be patient zero, but then somebody else could be like patient one or two, and like I don't, they don't get it from me. Like I just get it, <laughs> and I go off. And they're like, oh, he got it first, but these guys are the ones who spread it. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, That'd no. Be the, that's the dream. That's. The... I get it. You're talking about humanity ending disease. You're talking about human history. It's going to be remembered forever. You want that kind of reputation. I can kind of uh, get that, and I kind of respect it. Uh, I've come around yeah. on you. Wow. Uh. You know, I'm glad you guys have been able to make peace in this way, because it really, it was a little bit unnerving to see two people who seem so alike in their approach to disease and to see you guys bicker like you were you've really you both come around thanks uh, thank, i think thank, i've grown a lot I, I, uh. <coughs> all right well on that note i think as cameron said it is about time to start to wrap things up uh thank you so much to ec17 for phoning in from your quarantine 
And EC17, is there anything before we wrap up here? Is there anything you want to say? Is there anything you came on the show specifically to get out there? I I just want everybody to follow me at Bobby Fisher Epidemic Chaser dot com and, and uh, Instagram hashtag Bobby Fisher Epidemic Chaser. Uh, <coughs> just just keep keep in touch. Just keep following for my okay. journey. All right. Well, thank you, and thank you to uh, our producer Cameron, who was kind enough to phone in, apparently from his own self-imposed quarantine in a YMCA pool. Yeah. Uh, thank you to DJ doing the house. I've been I've been at least doing this since '03. That's why I said '17. '03 to 2020. EC 17. Epidemic Chaser 2020. is drlondonsmith.com this has been the jock doc podcast see ya <coughs> epidemic chaser 2020 the concrete feels cold on your cheek but the cold is a relief at this point as you begin to pick yourself up and the heat of the day once again pays a scorching visit to your face but you cannot quit now so you throw yourself back to the ground, back to that cold concrete, and then you pull yourself up again. Readying yourself for another plummet, a shouting voice cuts through your thoughts. For the last time, that is not how you do burpees, the personal trainer scolded. Speaking of scolding, it is unfortunately time for us to scold you listeners for not sharing the Jock Dog podcast with your friends, family, and enemies. We find it to be offensive. Just send them a link to jockdocpodcast.com. Just do it. While you're at it, go ahead and leave a five-star review of the Jock Doc Podcast in which you share what your personal trainer has been yelling at you about. And be sure to take a peek at our posts on social media like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at Jock Doc Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>